Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Lisa Johnson, CEO of BioForward Wisconsin. Lisa, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me again, Alex. It's always fun to be with you. Absolutely. So today, we're going to be discussing the path ahead for the state's growing biohealth industry, as well as other key industries. And I understand that you have some thoughts to share on what the state should be doing to put a focus on those key industries, um, a focus on workforce, of course, absolutely crucial for so many industries. So Lisa, why don't we just start there? Yeah, that sounds great, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. You know, first, um, everyone in this country, you know, I, I well, let me p- rephrase that a little bit. I, I see two problems. All of us in this country went through one major problem and that was the pandemic. And this state did an excellent job, really, of dealing with that situation as best as it could, any of us, the best that we could get, could do. And they stabilized small businesses. We have a budget surplus. So, I mean, really, congratulations to our state. You know, a lot of other states did not do as good a job as the state of Wisconsin. But our second problem is that for well, well over a decade, we haven't dealt with our long-term problem of this state is getting older, we're losing young people. And I really appreciated the forward analytics report um, analyzing migration out of this state. And certainly there's been other migration reports, but um, Dale Knapp's comment that we need to uh, start to um, produce industries that young people wanna work in was absolutely right on. My point to him would be, I think we actually have some of those industries. And I think one in particular is the biohealth industry. So how do we go about this? So we have a problem, we have migration out, we need a solution. And when you're going after a solution, it means you need to have a strategy. And so what I'm asking the state of Wisconsin is, is let's start focusing again on key Wisconsin industries that will drive our long-term economic growth. That's how we have to start thinking now, not just short-term, not for the next election. It needs to be, how do we all come together in the state? So who are those, where are those industries that will will attract talent and companies to the state? So with our biohealth industry, you brought Ben, that's who I'm associated with. So for example, as we're talking about workforce, we had 10, 10.7% growth during the last three years. Uh, we directly employed 52,000. And with the multiplier effect, that's 129,000. We are completely reliant on Wisconsin's superb supply chain that is throughout this state. So a lot of the biohealth industry, maybe in Madison and Milwaukee, doesn't matter. We need those companies throughout the state to grow. And that attracts talent to those supply chain companies as well. So what I'm asking the state then to do is, and just think of it as business people. I have 
I have a product. I'm looking at the market. Maybe let's say it this way. I'm looking at the market. Where is that market going? So what products do I need to hit the future, to hit that market, to be able to sell into that market? Well, was for the state of Wisconsin, those products are called industries, key Wisconsin industries. And we have them that can keep young people here, that can attract other talent, that can attract families. Besides biohealth, food and beverage, there's the insurance, there's finance. We have a tech sector here that does not get publicized, whether it's a digital health, gaming, there's a, it's a vibrant community here. And, they're, and, and it's not just Madison, they're investing. New North area has done an excellent job in this area. So if you have the products and you have, and you see the market, so let's start marketing. Start marketing those key industries nationwide, globally. Other states are doing it. They recognize this is how you go about selling your state. Your product are your industries. So my point to legislators, to the administration, before you can come out with your programs, what's your strategy around key industries? Once you have that, you go thus to build biohealth, to build food and beverage, to build advanced manufacturing, I need to do the following activities. And these are the programs that will help me achieve so that we can attract talent, keep talent here. So if we're gonna help small businesses and communities, I love that they've done that, but long-term you will not have small businesses in this state if you don't have industry where people can buy from small businesses and keep our communities vibrant. So I just want to keep emphasizing this because I think a lot of us are saying the same message. Get back and start understanding what is driving the state of Wisconsin and what are those key industries and let's get behind them and let's come together because that's how we're going to pull the state all together, not apart. So that was a long-winded message I know on the strategy part. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good, Lisa. That's I, I appreciate the strategic mindset and uh, some really interesting thoughts there for our listeners to uh, to really think about going forward. And um, as you mentioned, and most of our listeners know, uh, you, you've segued into this quite nicely. Wisconsin is, is going through the biennial, biennial budget process right now with Governor Tony right. Evers recently rolling out his budget proposal. So given this this push that you're you're driving for with a for a strategic mindset, a focus on key industries, what sorts of provisions would you like to see make it into the final budget that might affect the state's biohealth industry, some of those other key industries that you mentioned? Yeah, excellent question. We really appreciated Governor Evers um, supporting education, our university system, technical colleges. If we don't have strength in those areas, you cannot attract families here. They are looking for outstanding K-12 K education. They are looking for outstanding universities, technical colleges, companies that are coming here. They are looking, again, for the talent. Will there be talent to bring my company here or build it here? They look at our university system and technical colleges. If we, can't, if we do not support them, they will go to other states and I can name the, I can just rattle them off. Texas, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee. You go down the line, they're promoting the industries and they promote all of their universities and technical colleges because they know that's the talent that will attract industry to their state or to build it, right? So number one, we really appreciated that. Number two, 
He increased the R&D tax credit refundability from 15% to 50%. Why that's beneficial is that allows companies to reinvest that money back into their companies to grow them, to invest in their employees. And another one um, he had in there that uh, impacted us was uh, full repeal of the personal property tax. Again, that allows companies to keep that money and reinvest. So certainly we would like to see the Republicans support this. I spoke to the regions a couple weeks ago. Our industry has been very loud on, we have to have the strength in our university system. We need the R&D, the innovation coming out of it, besides the talent. Um, and other states, are they recognize that. So we are really looking for those three main provisions that the Republicans keep in their budget process uh, that will truly support our industry and we think a lot of industries throughout the state. Great. Well, glad to have your thoughts on that. And we'll certainly be following along with this process to see if those elements do in fact make it into the budget coming out of the legislature as well. And then of course, the final budgeting process. So um, also, I wanted to ask your thoughts, Lisa, on another element of the budget that you haven't highlighted. Governor Evers has proposed a new $75 million venture capital fund of funds, which would be kind of following in the footsteps of the previous Badger Fund of Funds, which was a smaller amount, but has um, turned out some some great success with other VC funds scattered around the state. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think it just, you know, that one I don't have as much thoughts on, even though I have an entrepreneurial background. Um, I think they they the state certainly has to look at um, how it's gone with the Badger Fund of Funds. And I think it is a program they certainly um, can consider. Uh, and then it's whether it's government that's doing a uh, fund of funds or are there other ways that we can also look at uh, if that money's not available, are there other ways the state that we can be marketing better to be able to attract more VCs coming in? The, the Badger Fund of Funds is really more of a kind of an angel investment. When I think of VC sure. funding, I'm thinking tens of millions of dollars are going into companies and that's certainly right. not purpose of that, which is fine. It's early stage funding, which is fine. Um, but what I've been seeing, especially lately and out of this pandemic, is that I think we have real opportunities where VCs and other investment firms look differently now that they don't think a company has to be next to them anymore. They realize that it is much cheaper to have them in Wisconsin than it is in San Francisco because they don't have to raise, they have to raise like three times the equity rounds if they're sitting in San Francisco. So I think a question that I continue to have is, is there a better way for business development and marketing on a whole spectrum of ways to bring investment into this state. And that would just be a question I have is just how do we start to look at some of that um, as far as bringing investments into young companies or emerging growth, growth companies. Okay, excellent. Well, thanks so much for weighing in on that. I was really curious about your thoughts and a uh, really interesting take. I. I wanted to ask also, before we wrap up here, Lisa, any other final thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners before uh, we run out of time for the podcast? No, um, I'm hopeful. I think, you know, I've told a lot of people, I think 2023 is our year of change. 
Uh, we've come out of the pandemic and I think now's the time. Are we going to be competitive or not? Are we really going to address our problem in this state, our long-term problem? Let's face it. Let's face it now. It's not 2030 with these dire projections, right? Let's, so let's address it. Let's come together, have the strategy and, but let's not turn aside and blame one another anymore we can all rally around our key industries. I, I think we have a lot going on in this state, a lot better shape than a lot of other states, I gotta tell you. But the time's now. We have our opportunity. We have a budget surplus. We Let's go. Let's go at it and come together around these industries that really can impact the entire state. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.